0: this podcast is powered by eg consults the digital group is our our business Hello Creative Influencers, my name is Mami Ofua, and I welcome you all to our podcast. In here, we explore the latest strengths and insights in the creative space with expectant influencers across Africa. So I urge you to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't done so yet and you will never miss an episode. Also, you'll be among the very first to be picked when we begin sharing our goodies and giving shoutouts. To subscribe to our pod on Spotify. just click. Click on the plus button below our logo to follow and activate your notification bell. After that, rate us with the star button. On Apple Podcast, subscribe by following us with a button on the top right corner and scroll down to rate us there. Finally, on Google Podcast, search the Creative Lens if you don't have the link and click to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for being part of our amazing community. We hope you enjoy our episodes and we look forward to hearing from you in our comment section
1: i have been lamenting over my struggle to balance being an artist with being a worker an entrepreneur and a community catalyst everything wants all of me all at once There are days where it has felt like I'll disappear into myself, forget how to write, how to use my voice, how to diffuse a laugh bomb in a room full of people with just one verse, or how to throw a punch in a few words. And yet, every time, poetry has stuck its neck out and given my fears grace, remaking me into the poem I'm becoming prelude to a poem is a testament to how far I've come and how far I've got to go. Out on the 15th of August.
2: Salut, 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 gars! Welcome to the Crazy Lens Podcast. This is your host, Ka, and I'm glad to be here once again to present to you a second edition or the part two of the Poets and Spoken Word Act at Santiniba. So last week we had part one of this episode so we are bringing you part two. Before we begin let us play a performance she delivered at the Lost Chamber on one of these popular tv stations. So let's listen. And then we will begin part two. This is the Creative Lens Podcast and I'm your host, K.A. Stick and stay.
3: Grab a chair and gather the chattels. Get out of your lair and let the kids put down their pastels. Before God, lay your heart bare and make room for angels. Shh. Make sure your child doesn't whimper. It's time for the law chamber where legal matters are viewed through the Christian lens. That lens with the wide aperture allowing the lights of the world to penetrate, bringing cases into sharp focus, blaring the worldly background. From landlord tenant Wahala to knowing the nitty gritties about your legal rights to whether you stand a chance in your family's inheritance. That significant other of yours who has promised you that you'll be his message soon. The one you currently cannot beat without, allegedly. The one who makes your heart beat more than 100 times per minute. Have you for once put your emotions and feelings aside to think if your Mr. Wright is entangled in some legal matters? Mm -hmm. I advise you do, because for all you know, the marriage right about to be performed between you and Mr. Wright may not be something you may want to write home about after all, right? Concerning that affidavit to discredit that beautiful name your parents gave you from Priscilla Coache to Priscilla Brown, do you by chance have any possible outcomes of that major decision that you took? I guess not. The show will keep you adequately informed. Fine legal knowledge brewed in the Adventist spot. All these want to make, me make more noise about TLC as though I'm using a VLC. For in this show, I know I have sparked your interest. And may you never rest until you have told another friend to tell another friend to tell another friend. And may you never slack in letting them know that the law chamber is back. Thank you.
2: Sorry for the the ins and outs because we were in a public space so a lot of people were coming out. So sorry if you heard any background sound or any background noise. Just focus on our voice, okay? I want to say thank you to all of you who are listening to us. For people who don't know, I've had several conversations. She knows my favorite poet. (laughs) <laughs> Do you remember the person I
3: mentioned? <laughs> Poetra.
2: Poetra asantoa.
3: She has a new thing coming up.
2: Capitalism. Capitalism. we working for money. So I for once, they didn't know poetry can be delivered on beats or instrumentation. So Poetra actually uh, opened my eyes. Yeah, she opened my eyes. And I read listen to radio a lot, specifically entertainment. So my entertainment knowledge, yeah, the knowledge is, is that there, but <laughs> I, I'm not here to really <laughs> And I always say that the type of songs I would want to listen, if I should be a DJ, I don't know if I, I would have an audience. <laughs> 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 because i'm not stuck to one do
3: mm.
2: you get it i was listening to Sammy Flex at the time he was on plaza FM. and there were these talented young girls who came into his studio they were i think they were five or six in number and later i got to realize their name was black girls glow i realized that they had about two singers one rapper a poet and they were so good. Listening to their sound, I'm like, whoa. So I had to do some background check, and I realized that oh, there's a particular poetra, Santoa who founded that group. Is a poet who she actually co-founded it with. I think was it Rhea Boss or Gaje? One of them, and they were in the first group of the Black Earth Group, but the group that. I discovered on the radio where the second group. So let's say the second year. So you know Black Girls Glow, every year they discover new talents, yeah. they go on a project, they release one album, promote them, and then that's so yeah, that's how come I discovered poetry, I followed her works, and then this girl. She she has voice. Yeah. She has voice. And when we talk about poetry in Ghana, I mean I've heard we are rhyme, Sony, I've heard Nanasasi, Nana I've heard I, I mentioned Nanasasi to you.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he delivered a poetry. He's more of like he, he's no no more like he can do both.
3: Yeah, but like that's what he's
2: He's kind of know. He is so dope. Nana Aziz, I can show... He has a show, I think, at Nagrat here. want to go You see the paper there. He is so dope. So... Um, what was I even saying? Were
3: saying
2: Nana <laughs> Yeah, Nana Azazi Ramsoni. Ramsoni, actually, at a point, he was really in our faces. Because he was really... He was really into this poetry. And I think he's into MC or
3: something
2: like yeah, that. Exactly. So, Poetra Santuarak, actually, she holds it with Yeah. Like, it's it's like, precious. Is precious to her, and there was this article where she was like, she made a post, or I don't know if it was on an interview. She was like, they shouldn't limit poets to only World, poets day. World Poetry
3: Day. World Poetry Day.
2: World Poetry Day. They shouldn't limit poets to that because poets they do a lot of things that media should really highlight on. <coughs> Excuse me. The media should actually highlight on. So she actually said she was not going to grant any interview on World Poetry Day if you are not going to give her the platform to push her music. I think that was where she was coming from. One of the things I dislike about our Ghanaian media is that we are too one direction. One sided. We we don't explore, we don't experiment stuck what we know. Exactly. So the segmentation is like is the same. You listen to one radio, you listen to another radio, and the programming is it's
3: the same.
2: They are all fighting for airtime and when you listen to radio A, what radio A is doing is not different from what radio B is doing and radio C. And it goes that way. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, so this program direct, what is your game plan? I know you want to make money or you want business, but at a point in time, you are in the media. What drives you? Mm. You see, that is why sometimes I feel our industry in some way. I like the alternative part of the industry. And what do I mean? When you look at artists like Adoma, Poetra, as I mentioned, Esufi, name it. Da Kuan. live, um, This guy, my sweetheart, uh, Titi Owusu. Uh, I love it. (laughs) Kokusi. So, Titi Owusu. And we have so many good rappers who are not into the mainstream, who are doing so well, like Brian the Mensah. Kokusi. Hokusie. there are many others. I mean, Spooky the maniac too is a... Yeah, 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 Spooky. ...artist. Then because of the of polarisation of our radio segmentation, you won't get to hear these people. I remember one time I went to an event at uh, Osu Seraly. Mm. That was the first time I saw Jackie on stage. The Jackie we know now. At the time, she was underground. Because at the time, she had released Control. And at the time, was really deep into the influencer thing. So I was getting a lot of gigs. I'm no more influencer now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now much more into the background. So I had a gig that I was covering the... I saw so many talents on the Ceralo stage that were poets, and I'm like, so if we have a radio policy whereby these people will be highlighted, we won't be one-sided, we will be one direction. We will have a lot of people. Okay, so now let's come back to social media. Um, (laughs) Don Success. How did you become the PU <laughs> of Don If you like, don't know, tell me, say you be poet, like me, say if I don't know. I wouldn't have known. He had to mention that, oh, Charlie, she's a poet. Why are you hiding yourself, Charlie? First of all, tell us how you became Don Sachs' PU. And or second, add, why are you hiding yourself from us?
3: <laughs> He'll be listening to this part very, oh, very oh.
2: Yeah, he's interested. Shout out to Don. <laughs>
3: yeah, so we were good friends. I mean, we are still good friends before I became his personal assistant. I said, I think this thing, Yadvika asked me on this piece, and I answered it. Right? We didn't used to really be like that from last year. I mean, we were texting, but we, were, we used to keep in touch, but it wasn't that, like... Frequence, or I should say. Um, so, it was this year. I don't even know, remember, but all I know is that, like, they're keeping in touch, blah, blah, blah. And,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> one time, he tweeted something, and he was like, when he, he can afford a PA, or when he can get money to hire a PA, he hire me. So, he asked me, and he was like, because my work rate is mad. So, ah, we hadn't spoken about anything mm-hmm. like that before. So, when I saw that, uh, so all, uh, one of us, I said, ah, oh, my phone notification is plenty. I was like, oh, what's going on? I'm going to check. So I was like, the way I laughed out loud in my room, what is my witness? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? He put here pressure right on now? you. Eh? <laughs> so, ah. Uh, I didn't send a tweet to him for us to talk about it or anything. I didn't say anything. Nobody said anything. He did not about it. So me I forgot about it. And then one time I was just like going through my bookmarks and I saw that this thing is still here. So I sent it to him and he was like, oh, like it's still facts. So ah, we were still texting and things and one time we were talking about Odizi, and then I was like, oh, the Odizi guy like is really good. Yeah. Then that time he had just released Target.
2: Target was released last month, right? Yes.
3: So Don answer told me that oh, I should post the song for him. So I was like, is it the link or the video he posted on Twitter? He was like, anyone. So I posted it and I sent it to him. He was like, oh, thank you. So I went offline. So I was in class, a pathology presentation, and then I was like, oh, let me just check my see What's going on on Twitter? So. <laughs> When I refreshed my messages. I saw that he had sent me a message. He was like, Check my bio, <laughs> I will never forget that Thursday, 13 July 2023. Allah. I will never forget 3 15 pm. Allah. I he was like, Check my bio. So I was confused. Like, before I checked, I was like, What's happening? Maybe he has secured some deal or mm-hmm. something. So I checked. <laughs> hey, the only thing that saved me that afternoon was that I was in class. Like the way I would have shouted, mm. like so. So I, I was reading the bio, reading the bio. Now I saw DMIP, Saniva for music distribution. Anything was any music distribution in Bloom. I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Like. I don't know. At that very moment, I was like, I actually froze. Like, God mm-hmm. is calling me, so I'm not even lying. Like, I was shocked. I was really,
2: really shocked. Like, I won't even how did it come to you? Like, were you pleased? Were you amazed? Were you
3: I was I was everything at once.
2: So you were taken aback? You were excited, mixed feelings? All at the same time, all at once. I said the only if I was
3: alone here, eh, like the way I don't know. I was like <laughs> So, I, I, I replied and he was like, oh, he, thank, he thanks
2: me for the support and everything. But, but you know, Don is a big deal. Yeah, I do. Don is a big deal. I mean, you see, this guy, if I don't want to talk about him, like everything I will say about him, he would deny. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> he would deny.
3: Yeah. And I people didn't know, I mean, he definitely... It's not somebody who come and tweet about it, but people didn't know. So recently I did, I mean, something for him and he came to post it. And like one of my friends texted me that, hey, PA, wow, congratulations. <laughs> you see, people don't normally check bios a lot. That's,
2: that's terrible.
3: Unless yeah, you come and tweet about it before you go and check so people, I was like, also the people who were telling me congratulations, I was like, ah, these are people that I, int- I interact with, so, like, uh, if you open my profile, it's their, like, PA to their success, so, yeah.
2: How often do you change your Bible?
3: That's when I feel like.
2: <laughs> but is it often, or... Oh, no,
3: not that often, not that often.
2: Anytime I acquire a new skill, I add to my Bible
3: Mm-hmm. So, like if it's not something new I've added to myself,
2: I don't see the reason why and I've even removed certain things from my life. Oh, yeah. I know that people respect me. Maybe I've stopped doing certain things. I also think people who come at me and harsh comments, harsh criticisms. Most of them don't read my Bible. Sometimes I'll be talking about something and they'll be like, Go and sleep, what do you know? But like this is something that, you not know about being familiar, I'm a professional in it, because that is my field, I'm a data analyst. So I know the uh, Ghanaian growth on social media, I know how many Ghanaians are on Twitter, Facebook, and I can tell you the most popular, we are not doing, okay, we, are not talking about, <laughs> we are not talking about data here, but being carried away. But I'm just saying that people on Twitter don't read bio. Me, before I will reply to someone, I will go and check the person's body and I will check the person's tweets to see if the person deserves... (laughs) The person deserves my reply. No, because... I, I want to understand where the person is coming from. If I see that it is a habit, I won't mind you. But if I see that, oh, it's not a habit, but sometimes you are... Asking them because you are ignorant or you are just trying to know more, I will reply. No matter how derogatory your comment will be, I will try and calm down to school you. And for me, because I want to keep my TL clean, I've muted about 200 accounts. Even if you quote that person's tweets, it won't come on my TL. A lot of people don't know how to use Twitter. I have muted certain words on my TL. So certain words don't appear. No matter what you like, BB Niger will never appear. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. It will never appear on my feed. You know why? Yeah. And it is this not derogatory? It's not an attack on those who pay attention to that problem. I mean, we are in entertainment, so probably one day I'll cover it. But it's something that I'm not interested. <laughs> Because I, I know it's not going to teach me anything. I like programs that will educate me. That will help me build my capacity. That will help me build. Like, you understand? Every day I'm learning. That's why I don't really channel my energy on gossips. Sorry. I But know what i they talking about. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, so you were saying about why
3: i Hide myself
2: Ahem. why you hide yourself yeah
3: not that i I hide myself, but it's something that I know that right now that I'm kind of in the limelight something like in the limelight, so I'll have to work on that because it's not the best um I need to sell myself um. Because I'm the only person who is going to do that for myself. Nobody's going to do it for me. So I, I need to work on that. Like, to, I say this with the utmost sincerity. I need to work on that, like working on interacting with people, telling them what I do, networking. When I meet like, people that I don't know, yeah, I need to. I, I'm doing that,
2: actually. Are you naturally a shy person?
3: how do i even really answer this I, I am not shy but i am very you see reserved oh no 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 anti-so no
2: <laughs> so if you don't find the word i, do I am words.
3: i am in my element when i'm around people Yes, that that is when you see who's worried. I I do certain things that might even blow your mind. out. so you can do this because I'm around people that I'm comfortable with. These people I can let my guard down to the lowest level because I am with them. I'm not. I don't have like any shyness in me when I'm around those people. So that's what I'm saying. That I need to work on that because I'm climbing higher. I'll be meeting different people different types of people i need to step up stop that and like try to talk to people and understand, yeah. i
2: remember when we first met you you asked me a question you were like "Eagle, are you the I'm one familiar. on the space
3: yeah the voice, the voice was very familiar <laughs> that that particular space um don't really school people
2: he had to
3: on that fac- he told me he wouldn't pick a mic but by the time i realized he had picked the mic
2: so, <laughs> you, we, had a, we had a conversation afterwards. You know, um, personally, I wasn't, and I'm saying this for public consumption. I have not come out to say this. You need to listen to this podcast to hear my side of the story. And are here has given you the opportunity to hear me. Okay. So, I wasn't going to answer. I wasn't going to respond. I saw the space when it was started so when i saw it i knew it was about me because mm. i i didn't click but it's because i follow people who are on the space yeah i could tell the title of the space why are you mad mm.
3: that's the title okay yeah
2: yeah that, that was the title why you mad so <coughs> and i know what happens on this type of space i've joined i think once or twice as I told you earlier, I'm not a gossip monger, so <laughs> I wouldn't want to
3: show okay.
2: Unless I want clarity on what's oh, no, certain things that are trending. Mm. So when I saw the space, I didn't want to join. I knew it what they were talking about. I joined this marketing space before I realized the host had DM'd me with a link. And he was like, join. Oh, are you mad? Yeah, the host, he, he sent it to me.
3: The host of the marketing space in today. No,
2: no, no, Of no, no. uh, the why you mad sent <laughs> <laughs> sent so the the link to me that I should join. Oh, okay. So I asked him why what's up? I said, oh, what's your side of the story. So I said, Oh, okay. I'm on another space. So I'll say, okay, what if, if you are busy, then cool, I said, okay, fine. So I went on WhatsApp and a friend of mine. If um, you don't know if you Ifia success.
3: If you are Kese.
2: if you are Kese.
3: yeah, she follows yes. me.
2: Yeah, so if I can she messaged me and she showed me the dashboard of the of the space. And she was like, They are talking about you. I said, Yeah, I know. She said, But won't you respond? I said, Respond to what? She was like, They are talking ill about you. You should respond. I'm like, Nah. You went south there they do something and he's training. Do you think he's responding to people? <laughs> they are following the first Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you understand? That's what I told her. She was like, Ah, okay. So I asked her, so do you genuinely think I should join? She said, yeah, I should join and defend myself. Okay, fine, no problem. So I had finished listening to the marketing space and I'm like, okay, the reason why the space was created, I was trying to pass a message across. So I want people to hear me out on the particular message I was pushing across. So I had to join. So when I joined, I realized that on a dashboard, the tweet that I made as part of the conversation wasn't on the dashboard. It was actually an old tweet that I had made that they put on the dashboard. So immediately I knew it was an agenda space. So I repositioned myself. Mm. And I knew that, okay, I was about to educate people on certain things. But in here, I realized that, you know, they are not ready for that. So I need to change my strategy. So you could see that, I don't know if you joined earlier.
3: I joined later on. You, you were already a speaker.
2: When you joined, had I already finished speaking?
3: No, I think you were
2: still speaking. I was still speaking. Yeah. Great. So... I was still speaking before Don came, or uh, Don was already. A Don
3: was there when I came,
2: but he wasn't a speaker.
3: No, he wasn't. That was the time he told me that he wouldn't pick a mic because we are talking to you.
2: I'll give you background, and so I was trying to explain to them why I made the treat. I won't go into detail because you mm. know why I did the treat. And they were asking me certain questions. And at a point in time, when um, some of them would be attacking me, the main guy who I had an issue with was a co-host. So then, if I'm speaking, then they will mute all the speakers. I wasn't a co-host, so it means that I will be muted, and then the co-host will be having his Mm. to speak. So I was trying to to let them know that the influencer community is actually because you guys don't really impact that much. And for me, I started like you guys, but thank God, I'm now in the background because I know what influence means and if I had my way, I would be teaching or grooming influencers to make a lot of money because of my background in marketing, I know what influences can end. Because whilst I was into hype, I, I went into meetings a lot and I knew how people or corporate Ghana was looking down on influences. So I was like, no, this narrative must be changed. But before it gets changed, the people, the stakeholders of this community, they need to have a particular mindset so that they will be comfortable one day when they sit at the table. That is all that I was trying to push. But they weren't ready to listen. They thought they knew. So, because I wasn't communicating well and they weren't ready to listen to what I was saying, don't have to pick them up. Right. Because of the respect they have for them mm. and some intimate relationships he has with some of them. Mm. Trust you, me. The people on the space, the only person I had this with was not your mate and he didn't even speak I mean have a street he didn't speak (laughs) do you get it? it's not like I had not had a conversation for him to come on the space and explain he knew my mindset already because I've had so many conversations about this whole thing And we are trying to change the narrative because at the end of the day, we know the influence and the narrative, how it can help our industry. If we don't do that, we are just going to lose out. And it was an important conversation we were having. But they were using it for jokes. And I didn't like the whole direction it was going. So Don came, he killed it. He nailed it. And I like his calm head. He will just calm you down. He will let you know you are stupid in a nice (laughs) way.
3: Yeah, I understand you. I understand you very well. (laughs)
2: <laughs> don't come direct when he wants to, right? But then he can also subtly tell you you are stupid in a...
3: In, in a nice way.
2: And you won't know, unless you are deep. So on the stage, he came there to let them know you guys are stupid, you are not ready to listen to the guy. And they didn't even get the message. But I guess, what? I don't know if you've seen the current trend. The influencers are not really doing... Like how they used right, to right, really right. treat nonsense, they are not, too, are they are not trying right. to see, some are still, we some see. will still be. But I mean, those who wanted to listen, they listened right. So, at the end of the day, my message was pushed That's what I wanted to do. Later, I, 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 I spoke to Don and was like, Bro, the reason why I took the mic was because the guys they weren't ready to listen to,
3: they had blocked, yeah,
2: they had blocked. And I thank, you. yeah, so you have the mic now,
3: yeah. So, I think that. Uh, i in Ghana as a stance now, and as poets, what we need to do is use all our resources available to us to push the art through whatever means, and that is what I'm doing. Okay, so having said this publicly, but I'll be doing having a December space, and it's like a 2.0 of what was held last month, and it's like a Christmas sort of Christmas poetry space.
2: Invite me. Sure, yeah, invite <laughs>
3: me. Um, What All what we are trying to do is trying to push the arts to um make people know that the poetry they knew is not the poetry now. Things have changed. Um,
2: the industry is evolving.
3: Poets are doing their best to. Using social media as a very powerful tool to push the arts to, and it's working actually. So that is what I have taken upon myself to do. To I, I believe I can be a channel to which like other poets can also be like exposed or
2: discovered. But because, You told me about your group. You've not yeah I've not talked about them.
3: Yeah, I created a group after the space for the the other poets who were on
2: this um, the space. I mean your organization as.
3: Ah there are a number of organizations though. We have there's I mean there's Poetry Association of Ghana and there's um Ihalakasa. Ihalakasa is um is a group of like all the poets. You can think of the Apio the you name it. Um yeah. A friend of mine added me. But yeah, they are they are very active, they they conduct a lot of open mics during weekends. And they go, they represent Ghana on several stages. Like, they've, they've done it for years now. They are they are doing very well. They are doing very well.
2: Sometimes I don't really want to limit me to Ghana alone because there is a, an African podcast. But I don't know. I've not really come across a Nigerian poet.
0: Hey!
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. So, you are here now. You need to really educate me. Mm. Tell me about the African... Poetry space, the... The African poetry yeah. space. In fact, use all your time today <laughs> just to tell me about it. Because I think we've spoken a lot about the Ghanaian space. Mm. But, but what about Africa. other Africans who don't know? Because for me, who is really exposed in the industry and still have not come across... A Nigeria. A Nigerian, because they are very loud. And okay. sorry if I have not mentioned Kenya, South Africa or other countries... I'm mentioning Nigeria because Nigeria is very loud in the entertainment industry. And they are sort of our big brothers in this uh, industry.
3: In every industry, but more of entertainment.
2: Yeah, so when we talk about Africa and we are talking about the arts and the creative industry in particular, particular, Nigeria, so Nigeria is my focus now. You asked you, you exclaimed hey, hey! which means that <laughs> there are a uh-huh. lot of people, and I'm interested for you to tell me about them. Yes. Tell me about the African space. Let's go.
3: Like when I look at them, I always tell myself and my my poet friends that I'm quite close. That in Ghana with a, <laughs> a joke.
2: He replied, "With joke."
3: Hey, those people—they are—they are. They are there's this girl, um, Haffi. She's half she's called Half Sat but her her stage name is Havi. She did um a video, went viral on Instagram and TikTok. Um they connected her to Don Jazzy, um and now she's everywhere. And now she she recently joined the Academy, Grammy Academy. Yes. I even tweeted about it. I showed it to Don and he was like, Oh, I should post about it. I was, I was, I was quite taken aback when I saw it because it's a big thing for a poet to be on the Grammy board, like, and she's, she's, she's going places, she's flying left, right, center, just because of that viral video. And you see, when you connect with certain people, you know that you are set. Look at somebody like Don Jazzy. Once you are an artist or maybe you are creative and you, you are linked to him, just know that They'll plug you and plug you and plug you. You will be reaching places you've even
2: you that guy is more an influencer than even a regular. <laughs> he can blow you because,
3: because the time the time her video went viral, she wasn't even having ten thousand followers. Wow. And now she's almost at ninety thousand followers. She's everywhere. I don't know if you know this girl, Poetic Sparkles. She's also another thing. She's a TikTok sensation. People love her. Ghanians love her.
2: When I'm on TikTok, I only want to See people dancing, people fooling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I don't. That's how I see TikTok. It's for mm-hmm. fooling, so I wanted to have. Poetic Sparkles is
3: a serious sensation on TikTok. She's not more of Twitter, but by the way, the day I tweeted that thing about having, she commented. And she followed me. That was, like, a good thing. We are moving for it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she commented our things, and she followed me, yeah. So, yeah. They are doing really, really well, the Nigerians. I wouldn't even like... But these are, like, the two major people, Havi and Poetic Sparkles, both ladies. Mm.
2: Okay. But apart from Nigerians, have you come across any... Yeah, area?
3: I know Um, there's this guy, rhymes by Wonder. He is not like should I say in the limelight but I got to know him through I don't even remember but it was last year. And he's Nigerian but he has he owns a very big wake shop in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And he he's a poet and we, we, we talk. We talk. He's really good. Like I'm I'm still trying to learn how to do that thing. He can write those people who can write pieces on the spot. I can do that but I'm still trying to like Mastering. Like
2: freestyling,
3: but yeah, but it's 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 like when he does it, it's as if he has sat down for like weeks to put work into it. He's really good. I think he wrote last year. I think he wrote a piece for the Arbita. She was amazed. I was like, hey, you know, the, see, people are there. Oh, people are there. It's just left with like people to see them or something like that. True. Like when I interact with certain people on Twitter, like Ghanaians and. Afri- other Africans who are put like people are good. I always tell there's this call Hope, Hope the Poet. He was on my space. He was part of the speakers. I always told that see people have talent. Like it's serious. Like even let, let's leave Africa and just come to Ghana. Like I attended there's this group called Scribes, Scribes Poetry. I attended their show last two months and see people are good. Like, it's just... You are amazing. Like, people are good. Like, we have talent talents. Though. Like, we have people who are good. Like, hey! It's, it's, it's serious. That's why I, I try to do this kind of Twitter things to bring those type of people out. So that... Because those people, I know that they don't really have, should I say, the exposure that I have gotten. They, they wouldn't... So they wouldn't... Like, they'll try to find
2: a difficult for... People. for a poet to have 10.5k followers on twitter then you are really good <laughs> because even Petra doesn't have 7k she is around six thousand. I should and have, she have had more than that those followers but
3: i stopped <laughs> being active from like the ending of last year oh like by now that should be on 20k but, but because of some things i stopped being active it's very necessary. like very necessary. by now yeah. So I'm sure it's because of, I mean, I feel like my follower count is part of the reason why Hafi also followed me. Because I feel that those people, right now, she has reached a certain point. She has, she's on a certain level. So she needs to see, like, what you've got before she can, uh-huh. So when she followed me, me, me for one, I wasn't surprised, like, at all. So I use, uh, I'm using my available resources to help my other friends who are also not in the position that I've found. Myself, in because see, just people I met at that poetry show last two months. See if they come on a Twitter speed If I assemble of them, they can- see you people hmm. it's, people are good. Oh, see, hmm. I was telling Oblazi, people are good. Like we have good poets in Ghana. It's serious. The the amount of talents and people are holding. It's it's it's, it's mind blowing.
2: You just need a limelight. They just you need, need a little push.
3: Just something small. And that is it. They have everything. They have, like, it's freezing.
2: It's, it's That's nice. I mean, um, it's, it's good that you are telling us about the poetry industry because uh, for, you know, in our space, we are really stuck to one particular sector. And mostly music and film are always enjoying that particular hype okay and it's one of the main reasons why i've been created this podcast because i want to showcase african talent african creatives who are doing so well but not well celebrated or not talked about enough okay and i think we've had a lot <laughs> to say
3: is give shout out
2: so um, I'm glad that I have you here. You are telling us a lot about poetry. You've told us about yourself, the industry, and all of that—the African industry and all. What will be your final words so that we can close for today?
1: All the
3: those that people should watch out for Ghanaian poetry because we are really coming, like we are coming with full force. We are coming like hi. Easy, <laughs> <you see?" laughs> yeah. We are. We are trying our We are doing everything possible to increase the love. For the art, like basically on social media, everywhere they're doing our best, so they should watch out for us. Yeah, hey, And to those who have believed in us from view, and thank you. Don't stop believing in us.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, you need people to believe in you. To actually um, help you reach the height that you want to. For me, my prayer has always been that those that are being neglected will be brought into the limelight because um, art is not only about music. Not be about for sure. There are people who use words to really um, make this whole piece of art beautiful. Thank you, Oiswari, for your words. So yes, I'm glad that you came. Give shout out, a special shout out that you want to give. Give this podcast shout out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so shout out to Creative Lens um, for having me. Um, highly appreciated. i, mean, I to be here. Um, I where should I be standing? People
2: are playing. You, if you can't mention all of them, just categorize Generalize. them. Okay. Yeah. So
3: shout out to all my poet friends, um, on Twitter, off Twitter, people I've met. Um, yeah. Shout out to Don Success. Yeah. Allah. <laughs> <laughs> they're done, they're <laughs> done. Yeah. He, he. He's amazing. Yeah. Don um, is amazing. Um. Shout out to Tonya. She's one of my D ones. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I really love her. She she She's also an amazing person. She will always deny it, but... You see, when you say it, they will be saying oh
2: <laughs> That's how they are.
3: But yeah, scripty, elve...
2: Scripty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were in an Influencer Academy. We were... Together in ISO see the day I will talk about my influencer journey. Oh, people who don't respect me today, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know why it's going on. Scripty is the best influencer in Ghana. He's now. He said he's not an
3: influencer. He's a marketer. Huh? Yes,
2: because he's smart. Let oh, we are coming to an end, listeners. See, we will have a part two of this. Let me say this. Scripty, when I knew Scripty, I saw his vision. Right? And Scripty was one of the most valuable assets to ISO Media at the time. You know, scripty is an Instagram guy.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Twitter only do and his followers on Instagram are more than Twitter.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He is more visible on Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. than Twitter. And when you give Scripty a job to do, <laughs> you blow it. He <laughs> it. He's always busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that guy he understands what it means to be an influencer. You said, "Now he's a marketer. Yeah, he understands this space. He understands it. He needs to understand what marketing is about, so that he will market himself well. He's an MC. Yeah, he yes. MCed the uh, the first edition of uh, Twitter Awards. Yeah, together yeah. with Sneak yeah. and Yame.
3: No, okay, Yabita was just recently.
2: Yabita was the second just edition. Yeah. The first edition was Skrity and Sneak uh-huh. and Yame. Do you get it? So, scripty, if I want to talk about scripty, I maybe know. I will need him here so that we can talk. But shout out to scripty, man! He is down to earth.
3: Yeah, he's an amazing yes, person.
2: Yeah, you, you know good. everything. In the of Charlie, Charlie. But anyway, thanks for coming. So, yeah, um,
3: scripty, I've mentioned Tonya, Elvis, um, Doctor George. Um, yeah, all my people. I I I, I love them. They have believed in me from the start, and they still do. And I always thank God for them because they always. anytime I feel like I can't do this thing again, they give me the 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 motivation that no, oh, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, you have to. Then I continue. So yeah, I I really do love them. Yeah, Bita, I I love them like they are the best. <laughs> they
2: are the best. Yeah, it's great yeah. to acknowledge those who have held you, who are supporting you because uh, one of the... To be successful, right? Your entourage must believe in you. Mm. They must believe in you and push you. Mm. Whatever you are selling, those who are pushed to you must accept it.
0: I,
3: I should have mentioned Sneekanyame, too. the means.
2: Okay. So, it is then, when they believe in your talent, they believe in what you are selling, your product... They will recommend, and when they recommend, the people who accept, it, they will love it. They will also recommend. That is how it is. So it's great to acknowledge people who have helped you, so that they don't call you ungrateful when you get to somewhere. Okay, so um, let's, let's uh, this is where the time will leave us. We had a, a fruitful conversation, as I said earlier. Uh, we had Owisua. A.K.A. Asantiniba. She is a poet.
3: No poet and spoken word artist. They are two different. things
2: <laughs> She is a poet and a spoken word artist. I was privileged to have her who resides somewhere in Adabraka here. This has been your host, K.A., and I was privileged to host Ousua, A.K.A. Asantiniba. And thank you all. Until we meet again, comme je le dis toujours. À très bientôt, les gars. Bye bye. Mm.
0: this podcast is
1: powered by eg consults the digital group is our our business